רני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שתוכנו וכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכני עפר קדוש שמשר בארצנו הלכה לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו נמנח כאן נובע מכה חוכמה רבנו נחמן פגן נע נח נחמן נחמן מאומן זכותם תגן עלינו וכל ישראל אמן בעזרת השם בגלסט אוף את סקשן 3 עוד ג' בלסן 66 Rabbanu teaches us this is through the perfection of speech. A person must see that the letters of speech are in perfection. And how do you ensure that the letters of speech are perfect? Through the concept of the world to come. Through the world to come, one is able to perfect the letters of speech. How do we know this? For in the time to come, the world to come, speech will be perfect. For even the Goyim, even the other nations, the nations that serve the idols, will call out to Hashem with speech. For uh, it says in Sefania that Hashem says that then I will turn to the nations, I will, or I will turn over the nations a pure tongue, or I will give them a pure tongue, so that they should all call out in the name of Hashem. We see here that even the Goyim in the time to come will call out to Hashem with their speech. So we see the time to come, the world to come is the concept of perfection of speech. So we see that speech is perfect in that time. For now, speech is lacking and it's missing. It's not complete because of the fact that the world does not call to Hashem with speech. All the world does not call to Hashem with their dibur. For the perfection of speech is dependent that everyone calls out to Hashem with speech and that will, that will happen in the time to come. Even the other nations, this is why speech will be perfect, what we call a pure tongue. For that everyone, for the fact that everyone will call out to Hashem with their speech. So we see that Speech has its perfection. We find that speech now, whenever everyone calls out to Hashem, is perfect. That this will only happen in the future for the essence of our greatness and our splendor will be revealed in the time to come. That all the other nations will see and um, know that um, that everything was our greatness. For then they will all see the greatness and the splendor of the tzaddikim, the people who are upright in this world. Happy are they, happy is their portion. How abundant is the good that is stored for these people, the ksharim, the tzaddikim. And on the opposite side, and on the opposite side in the time to come will be the downfall of the wicked. As it says, you'll crush the wicked. It's in the Malachi. For that will be the time of the great day of judgment. That man will be judged upon every action, on every single detail. No small matter will be waived from him will be ways for him, sorry. For there is no forgetfulness before God Himself. And everything will be mentioned before this person. Very scary concept. And then, 
when this downfall of the wicked takes place, and the entire world will do tshuva, and they will see the difference between the wicked person and the righteous one. That you will return and see the difference between the tzaddik and the rasha, between the one who served God and the one who didn't. For then, specifically, on the day of judgment, they will see the difference between the tzaddik and the rasha. Then everything will be overturned to Hashem through this. And everyone will call out to Hashem in the name of God. And it says, Hashem says, I will overturn for the nations a pure language, etc. Then speech will be in its perfect state. In the language, in the aspect of what it says, a pure tongue. We find that through the downfall of the wicked that occurs and takes place in the future, that speech will be perfected, will be perfected at that time. But Rabbeinu teaches us that you must draw the concept of the world to come also into this world, meaning even in the state of this world when it's not perfect, you have to bring that perfection down here. Meaning that what? That you create a downfall for the wicked also while this world is still standing right now. And how do you do this? Through the concept of Rabbeinu says, Emeth, truth, honesty. And what did we say earlier? That the essence of truth is when a person is not dependent upon another. For when a person is dependent upon another one, his face changes into many different colors, like a chum, like the certain bird that turned into many different colors. Meaning what? That he acts differently around different people. For a person who needs someone else who's reliant upon another person, it's very difficult for him to pray in public. Why? It's easy and it's good for him to pray in, 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 uh, alone. For in public, he's plagued by powerful ulterior motives and lies. That he makes movements and he makes, he makes false movements, false acts in his prayer just in order to impress this other person. Or because he's reliant upon that person. And even one who is not reliant upon another person because of his parnasa, because he makes his own livelihood. There's, even though this person doesn't rely on another person for his parnasa, nonetheless, he still might need another creature, another person, because of kavod, honor, or another sort of thing. Meaning that he has a desire for honor, for importance, etc. And he, he needs that honor. He needs to be given that honor from this person. So he acts in this manner. So that's, that we see that it's a lack of emet over there. And you see that you need that other person to give you that honor, etc. That you want. We see that you, that you are basically relying upon this other person because of the fact that you need the honor and the importance that they give you. And then once you rely on upon another person, whatever aspect it is, you're able to fall into great falsehood during your prayer. You need to do false movements and falsehood um, because of that person. And there is a person who's a, an upright person just a little bit. 
אני אפילו את השם אל עצמו משהו. הוא מתבייש בן אדם לעשות שקר מגונה בתפילתו ובתפילה אחרים. He's embarrassed in his own eyes to do this despicable and false act during his prayer for other people. And he has intention to pray in truth. But the truth is overly many. And also this is not truthful. For there is not many truths. Truth is one concept. As he brought it in lesson 51. I believe. Meaning, because of the fact that he's embarrassed in his own eyes to pray in the false, complete falsehoods like we just talked about above whenever you're relying upon someone else. This is why he wants to cover this up, cover up this falsehood and to enclose this falsehood within truth. For example, meaning that what? He desires to do this act or this movement or this clapping of the hands for another person but he's embarrassed in this that he wants to do shek, that he wants to pray in such a falsehood for another person meaning by the fact that he wants to clap his hands in prayer because to impress that person he's embarrassed by this therefore he deprives himself of his own knowledge and the Yetzirah takes many turns in his mind, in this person's mind, until he convinces himself that he needs that to do what? That he needs to do this movement in the prayer or to clap his hands. Meaning, this person knows that um, he's, that the, that the fact that he wants to clap for someone else is Shekel. And he ends up going in his mind, the fact that he's Sheker and all this stuff, and then over, over a period of time, the Yetzirah tries to convince this person that actually he doesn't need this other person and that he actually ends up clapping. Um, he ends up clapping, but the truth is that the Yetzirah is actually doing this to make him do that movement or that action during prayer in order to impress the other person, meaning the person being convinced that um, he's being convinced that he's being a met when in truth that he's not. He doesn't need to make the movement. Meaning what? That he thinks he's finding within himself some emet. That he needs to make the movement for that emet. And you want to clap your hand in prayer to impress other people that you're in Kavanah. But Be'emet, you know that you are not, that you're doing it for others, so you don't want to do it. But then the Yetzirah tries to convince you that actually it's good to clap your hands. So you end up clapping, but the truth is the entire clapping that you did was just for the other person. Yitzhakah just made you go round and round to try to convince you that you're doing it in truth, but the truth is that you're not. So Rabbanu teaches us that this is the way it works, and this happens all the time. This is why it's so applicable. So you see that you're covering up the falsehood with truth. That there's overly many truths that you're... What you're that Basically, the fact that you clapped your hand, etc., etc., and the Yetzirah is trying to convince you this, that, all this that we just explained, is that you created multiple truths. But that in itself is a shekel. The truth is only one. Meaning to pray, to, to pray in the truth of all truths, just for Hashem himself. But this truth of falsehood that we just explained, the truth that tried to cover up the falsehood, is many. 
כי יש בזה כמה גוונים וכמה בניין אמת שמוצא לעצמו להחפות על השקר. Many different types of colors, different types of emet, that a person tries to find them within himself to cover over that sheker. He needs to try to convince himself that he needs to clap when he really doesn't need to. When a person is relying upon another one, upon another person, meaning that what? When a person relies upon someone else, meaning that ulterior motives and falsehood falls upon this person. Then his face turns into many different colors as we saw in the Gemara over there. What does it mean that his face? What's Panav, his face? This is representative of Emet. For Emet represents the face. Those who seek your countenance. Yaakov. And what does Yaakov represent? That truth was given to Yaakov. So you see that Yaakov seeks out the face. Yaakov is Emet. Emet is the concept of the face. It constantly draws itself towards the panim. Meaning that his truth, which is the concept of panim, the face, changes into many different colors. Meaning that there's many different types of emet that try to overcome or try to enclose and to disguise that sheker. Meaning that he's trying to convince himself that he's being truthful. That his intention is for this or for that. You see that you're basically changing your face, which is truthful, which is the concept of emet, truth, into many different colors, which means that the emet is no longer emet anymore. If there's many different emet, it's shaker. So the essence of emet is only one. And this is what it says in I will praise to Hashem with my life. Meaning, I will pray to Hashem with my life. Meaning, this is when a person does not rely upon another one, another person. This is what it says in the verse, with my life. It says specifically, with my life. Meaning that I'm alive from my own life. That his vitality isn't dependent upon any other human being. For a person who relies upon another human, his life is not a life at all. Meaning it's not his life. It doesn't belong to him. For he is alive because of other people. But whenever he does not rely upon any other person and he lives his own life, then he's able to pray um, in truth. And this is what it says in the verse, I praise Hashem with my life. As we said above, this is why it says, and when a person, so over there, when a person relies upon another human, his world turns dark before him. Because his life is not from himself, it's from it depends upon another person. And when there's truth, then he's able to create the downfall of the wicked. For the essential downfall of the wicked that occurs in the time to come, in the world to come will only occur because of this concept of truth that exists at that time. That the true speech will last forever. It doesn't say in the verse that the true speech was established. It says, will be established. For in the future, the truth will stand, will be revealed. In the... At the in, in, in the Zohar.
Then the downfall of the wicked will occur. He repays his enemies to their face. To destroy them. We saw above that the face represents emet. That through the concept of the face, which is emet, God repays his enemies and he makes them be lost from the world. This is why it's in that upon this verse, it says, If the Rishayim are like a burden upon God's face, His countenance, for the countenance, which is the emet of God, is not able to endure the Rishayim. He's not able to bear these wicked people. And whenever this concept of the face, the countenance of Hashem, the truth of Hashem, is revealed, then the Rishayim incur a downfall. This is how their downfall will occur in the future. For the, in the future, the truth will be revealed as we saw above. And this is why when a person merits to be truthful in this world, then through this you're able to reveal the concept of God's countenance and you draw the world to come within this world. And then you, you cause the downfall of the Rishayim through this truth also in this world, not just in the world to come. You cause it in this world just as it will occur in the time to come. Through this you draw down the perfection of the letters of speech that will occur in the future. The concept of the clear language, the pure language. You draw it down within this world. For a pure tongue is created through this downfall. That through the downfall of the Rishayim that they all turned to Hashem Bach. As we saw above. And this is why it said in Yeshaya. The speech of Shabbat, within the speech of this world, perfect speech within this world now. For the essence of perfect speech comes from, the, from, comes from Shabbat. That your speech of Shabbat should not be like your speech of the weekday. So we see that the speech of Shabbat has an essence of perfection. For Shabbat is the perfection of speech for Shabbat, because Shabbat is the concept of the world to come, as we saw above. And you need to draw that speech of Shabbat within the speech of the Chol. Meaning the speech of the Dibur of Shabbat within Davar, within the speech of the Chol. And this is how we cause the downfall of the wicked, create a pure language. And reveal the Yemet in this world, bring the Olam Abba within this world now. Maybe we have the merit to do so. This is where we'll stop and we'll continue from Vizehu next uh, lesson.